Okay. I, I said, okay, I'm in trouble. Um, you know, I listened to... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, okay, it's episode 25. It's a special edition of Hints, Kelly's Hint List, because we're doing episodes back to back, and I, I ran out of my two topics already. <laughs> I was going to say, I listen to these all the time, and I'm always startled by how quickly we just start talking. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we talked about having an intro or something, but I don't know what else to do. Uh, we talked at one point about taking a clip from the episode and putting it in the beginning. I think yeah. we should do that. I, well, I think you should do that. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I heartily <laughs> agree, but easy. I'm not going to do it. It's, it'd be hard. I don't know if it'd be less jarring. I could try it sometime. I don't think it would be, frankly. I think a little bit of music or something, but everybody's too lazy to do that. A little bit of music, like something you compose? Uh, um, Felix did compose something. I don't know whatever happened to it. It, it goes like this. It sounded like Chuck Mangione. <laughs> I liked it. That was good. That Actually, good. it was. And then good. he also had one on the piano that went dun 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 dun. Yeah, I need him to do a Kelly's Hint List song for me. We should get him He'll to compose music to for that. us. I'm sure. Yeah, he'd love to compose and record music for free for a podcast that his dad does. Why wouldn't he? And his grandmother, and aunt, aunt. Did you make him call you aunt? Yeah, I make him it's call aunt. me aunt. <laughs> Um, I wonder it was me that's aunt, aunt Kelly Mason Dixon line that starts at because that's it's a very southern thing I've never heard anybody in the north I think some say people it. say it in the north people some people like say it here and I hate it yeah say what here <laughs> say what some people <laughs> here say it and I hate it why do you, well I don't hate it, it sounds I just, pretentious it does well it sounds it does sound pretentious yeah sounds like I know you're not talking jarring. about the insect yeah right talking about yeah oh oh your pet oh, aunt your pet aunt did that Ma- Mary yes. the aunt the the bug aunt. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Mary, Mary the bug ant <laughs> is going to be the name of this episode. <laughs> I'm um, going to tell you about. I seriously say that so I'll remind myself, and I'll be re-listening to it, and I'll write. It. Oh, I guess I decided that's the name of the episode, and I write it down. All right. I I, here's a little insight. This might not be interesting, but I actually write down the description of the show, and I write episode number colon, and then there's nothing, and I start writing down, and then I will type if I hear something, and then if it's if I hear something funny or after that, I'll delete it and type that in instead. Okay. I should keep a list of the previous names. <laughs> like That'd be Mary Ant, what was it? I yeah, forgot you have already. to sign up for the uh, newsletter if you want that yeah. special content. I should send out a, a <laughs> weekly email blast. Here's all the na- here's the two other names I thought of that weren't that funny. <laughs> I thought there would be something funnier because I always think they're not going to be funny when I'm listening to them. So anyway, <laughs> cleaner ants. Anyone want to talk about cleaner ants? What? No. Well, this is a this is a household hit. You mean ants? No. Hold I on. Are you not. talking about Costa Rica? That one of our neighbors got Women cleaner ants. Clean or no? Insects, <laughs> insects in Costa Rica. They come. Cleaner, in like what are they cleaner than? <laughs> I'm confused. So they're. So you're saying you guys these, have never let me. These ants are cleaner literally, than ants. Literally, never let me finish a sentence. Well, you forget what so you're, you're saying mid sentence. That's like because all you, the no, time. I don't. Because you're you guys are both talking at the same time. Be quiet. Tell us it's about sort of cleaner ants now. <laughs> I want to tell you about cleaner ants because you're mean. I want to be mean okay, right now. They're swarms of ants that come. There's a river of them that comes well, two, three, four feet wide, depending on... Oh, have you told me about this. And they come, and there are millions of them, and they come like through your house. Our house is pretty open, so there's no keeping them out. And there's nothing you can do except leave. There's, there's so crazy. many of them you can't it's get rid of them. It's horrifying to me. What, do you, what, what do happens they do? if you're in bed? Do they walk over you and eat all the dead skin off you and stuff? Maybe. Oh, <laughs> God. I think you'd wake up. I don't know. Before they ate all the I dead skin I off I don't of think you. that... I've never heard about them... Moving at night. What, what, do, they that you what do they do? Why are they, they called cleaner ants? That's dead the bugs part. and other bugs. And Sounds awesome. That's why they're called cleaner ants because they rules. go through and clean all the. Don't they the ones in the back get hungry? Like, do they? I mean, do <laughs> they eat the dead ones in the front who die of old age. Oh, probably. Maybe. They don't live that long. That might that might be true. And be. They also go kind of sideways. Might be true. That's what I don't know. It's weird. I got bit by one one time because we left the house because they just came and they're like they bite well, a lot. 
they oh my god well they you don't need to tell the story better let's start over we'll, let's re-record it <laughs> just kidding <laughs> i was telling the story just fine I'm, well so well, ask me a question so and let me finish you the answer. started by explaining what cleaner ants were at the beginning i was of the trying story, to and you guys were well, you're, at the, you're at the end i hope of the story <laughs> <laughs> toward the end but i still don't know what they're cleaner than yeah and whose ants they are <laughs> so they come through <laughs> yeah like literally come through your house and you just yeah. leave yes and pretend they're not there at a bar we'll try not to think constantly about all the ants well i know they're gonna leave stream of ants what yeah if they don't leave how long are they, they there oh a couple hours that's not bad is no. that what they do they go back to a tree or something and then when they i don't know i guess they just march to the end of costa rica and turn around and go back i don't know how this works house. <laughs> they'd respect the borders they're like eh, we're not <laughs> going into nicaragua yeah, yeah. Panama's too know, close. Yeah. The, so I should remind everybody listening to this that the house you're talking about is, like you said, it's open. It's not like they're coming through under the crack in the door. They're just no. coming in through the. You're essentially outside. Yeah. Do this. Yeah. Except it went upstairs. Really? Yeah. Because I don't you feel like you're at the end of it? Aren't you glad they cleaned your house up for you? Yeah. It was all <laughs> it was so tidy. It was great. They made it the seems bed. Cool. No more dead bugs. There must be so many goddamn dead bugs in your house. Yeah. Like especially if ants, like an uh, army of ants, come in to eat them, they must know. Yeah, they know a what's up. Dead, dead, ants, dead, ants bugs in there. dead bugs. I don't know. Enough to, for the ones in the back to get some. Yeah, oh, man. That's maybe rough. they trade places. I think they go kind of sideways. I think they they go well, straight for a while, is, and then they. So it's not like a river. It's like a advancing front. Yeah, ants. maybe it's like the birds that soar and change position based on what's going on. The the hungry ants get to take the front. That could be. Yeah, <laughs> maybe the they're like geese that get to the head goose for a while. You get full and just stop until you get back in the back on the line. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I've never observed them that carefully. I hope next time we go, we'll get some so I can I watch. I don't say, want to see those. You should stay and lay down and see what they do. I don't know. No, Kelly they asked a good question. Uh. No, well, I got bit by one because <laughs> I think I... But maybe a bunch of them wouldn't bite you. Well, the neighbors it. tried to keep them out of their house once. It, like, fought them off with brooms and stuff. And they said they got bit a bunch and it hurt really bad. Yeah, wow. they, they hurt. Well, I guess all ant bites hurt, but there were their degrees. The cleaner well, ants were worse than the the regular ants. Wow. That doesn't sound fun. This no. a fun story. Yeah, you're trying to sell your house right now. Why don't so, you uh, yeah. have to like, clean that up in a package someone wants to purchase? You should be, <laughs> yeah. You, you don't have to clean that much because yeah. you have these ants that will clean for you. Yeah. But you can't schedule them and they might come when you're sleepy, but they probably won't. Probably we like won't. to say they don't move at night, but we don't know that at all. No. Well, sometimes <laughs> they come down and the kitchen's all cleaned up. Yeah. All dishes the dishes are, are put done. Back. Yeah. So I do, maybe they come at night. I, it's hard to say. Maybe that's the origin of that, like, that cobbler elf story, those ants. They I came and fixed people's shoes. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that's I don't know that story. Ends. I just know that that's all I don't all even I know, know what story you're referring to. I think it's elves a, come. I think it's a story that... um, Yeah. The elves are the shoemaker. That's what yeah. it is. Well, so I said cobbler. That's, you know... That's um, is a different word for cobbler, so we understand. Um, yeah, is it yeah. a peach pie shoemaker. cobbler? A peach cobbler? Um, Speaking of cleaner <laughs> ants, leave me alone. It's the story that the Garbage Pail Kids movie is based on. Hey, Bill, watch that Lima wants to show you something. Lima's cleaning herself in an obscene way. Um, so <laughs> she's looking at us like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> we're gonna do some hints now, right? Let's yeah, let's it's hold the time transition. for it. Guys, you want to know why I'm the host? It's segues like that. It's time for C- Kelly's hint cleaner list. ants to cleaning. And since we have a full episode to do hints this time, <laughs> and I'm good at sentences, I brought out my Heloise book. Heloise. Heloise. That book is. Elderly. Is that one better than the other one? No. It's just <laughs> slightly different. Um, it's it's similar, but I, the other one just has the best format with all the numbers. Um, I think I have to remind myself what year this is from. We've looked at it before. 
This one's from 1967. Oh, okay. So it's probably pretty modern. It's pretty, yeah. It's funny when I see something that's old and I'm like, well, that's just from the <laughs> 80s. That's not that old. And I'm like, oh, wait, that that's old. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> I forgot. kind of <laughs> so, But I was alive during that time. <laughs> I remember those years. When you think something's like 15 years ago and you're like, oh, that was 25 years ago. Yeah. That's also because I'm bad at math. We're getting old, guys. Here's sure are. Here's something that says fume not. Well, the most. A raw onion cut up and left in a room while painting makes the paint odor less potent. But the onion odor disappears too. No, it doesn't. I don't believe that. It smells like onions. That's bad. Oh, mi- paint mixed with onions? Good God, you never paint or eat onions again. Well, the smell of fresh paint smells good at least, even though it's probably very bad. In for those you. days, it was probably not. I don't think it was even latex. There were a lot in those of VOCs days, I think then. it was. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of oil based paint. Um, this one I, I, I reject that hint. Okay. I don't like it. Do you eat the onion? That's what I want to know. Oh, you already turned the page. <laughs> yeah. No, that was the end <laughs> of the hint, so onion. I can tell you. Okay, now please. Well, run to the run to the the onion part and see. Is there an onion section in there? No. Run to the onion part. <laughs> this one I picked out just <laughs> I glanced at this before we you know, started. Talk about flipping through a book. You see to run to it. <laughs> I was gonna run to the bookmark she put in there. Um, whenever I splurge on an avocado pear, have I read this one before? No. I save the large stone type seed and plant it in at least an eight inch pot of soil mixed with beet moss or leaf mold. The only trick is to keep it very moist. Covering the pot with a sheet of plastic wrap promotes a greenhouse atmosphere. <laughs> this one's classy. I just was drawn to this because they use the term avocado pear. Is that what people used to call avocados? I don't remember that ever. I've heard alligator pear. What do you mean splurge? How much, that much could that thing cost? Avocados <laughs> used to be expensive. No, they didn't. They used to be dirt freaking cheap. You used to be able to buy them for you a dime. Live in, you live in California, though. That's No, here in, in Washington. You could All buy right. them for a dime? Yeah. I always like thought for avocados were expensive. I did too. Kid. No, they were cheap. And then did we go through a time in our childhood when avocados were expensive? Because I have it in my head. They're like a luxury. So I agree with the splurging on avocado. <laughs> okay. avocado right. yeah. I well, stand corrected. A lot of money they're like two now. bucks now sometimes. I know. They're way expensive now. It makes me furious because they used to be practically free. Uh, and they're good for you. Everybody go. Everybody run out and eat an avocado. If you live and then take the stone-like, what do they call it? Seed? Stone-type seed. And then you want to make sure you mix that with peat moss or leaf mold. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. leaf mold? Mulch. I mean, it's just leaf compost, basically. Leaf mold. It's, I don't know why they call it that. So mulch is just a prettier word. Well, mulch days. isn't moldy, though. No. Well, neither is leaf mold. It's just compost. Is that what it's called? Is it an old name for it? I think so. Okay. I, I don't know that. All right. I'm really right. unclear myself, but I just, yeah. I'm going to read one more from this book before I let you give me numbers from the other book. Is the one that this picture goes to good? Let's see. Oh, yeah. That's the one I wanted to read. Okay, good. Um, first, describe the picture. I'm going to take a picture of it so everyone can see it. It's okay. under the title Extra Easies. There might be more than one of these <laughs> I can read. Is there a Z in there? No. Oh, good. How do I get the cork out of the inside of a beautiful old wine bottle? I would like to plant some ivy in it. <laughs> was that a somebody, somebody wrote it in wrote in with that yeah I think so somebody wrote, wrote it in don't even think about it they ran to it oh what, getting a piece of Kleenex out of my sweater oh. did you, throw you think I'm going to wipe my whole nose on my sweater yes I do think that wow that's a bad picture it's upside where a lot of the pictures I take are upside down on this phone it's weird because this phone was $60 huh. alright let's turn it upside down let me take one more picture okay wait a minute so how do you get a cork out of a Empty bottle of wine. Okay, first of all, and then you can plant some ivy in it. I feel like this is one of those those um, like a, like a riddle because it's like why would like an Encyclopedia Brown thing where it's like why would an empty bottle of wine have a cork in it? Because they 
opened it like a hillbilly without a wine opener, I guess. Oh, it's and inside it the cork. It's, it's inside it's the, the wine. Bottle. Yeah. It's inside the wine, Flo- like at oh, the bottom. Oh, Jesus. That's crazy. Okay, well, here's all you have to do. You burn it out. Don't worry about it. If you're going to put dirt and uh, yeah. ivy in there, just leave it. That's a good point. You're planting <laughs> ivy. First of all, open, open your wine bottles like a human being. Second of all, if you're going <laughs> to throw dirt in there, don't worry about it. It's just cork. Yeah. And also, what do you mean you're going to grow ivy in a wine bottle? Yeah, that doesn't make sense either. No. Although it would probably grow because ivy's hard to kill. We should do this now. I don't know where I'd get ivy. Listeners? I don't know where I'd get a wine bottle. I want all of you to grow some ivy in a wine bottle and send us pictures. Yeah, the best one will win a free year of this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If we ever get a... We'll read a free ad on our... (laughs) Yeah, we should. We should give away free ads. That's a good idea. Except we don't know anybody that has a business. doesn't matter. They can do an ad for themselves. Oh, Nancy does. Nancy has all kinds of the businesses. She's got... Yeah, Nancy, send me your ad you want me to read on the podcast. But but you have to to show us your ivy bottle. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Okay, all you have to do is pour some straight household ammonia into the bottle. Let it stand for a few days and the cork will disintegrate. Oh, God. You can then pour it out. Don't be overcome by the fumes of the ammonia. (laughs) Or put your nose over the neck of the bottle while while the cork disintegrates. Jesus Jesus God almighty. Always read the caution directions before using ammonia. Well, I think you just... No, don't do that. Nobody do that. <laughs> nope. That's Every, a really good advice. Everybody like, do it. To tell you to do something insane and then be like, and read the caution on there too while you're at yeah. it. Like, I like that. Then just like, oh, no more liability for me. Don't, don't become overcome out. by those fumes. <laughs> you, don't be a pussy about those fumes. That's good. Yeah. Just suck it up. His <laughs> <laughs> lungs up. are supposed to feel that burny. Yeah. When I was in ninth grade science, I had a lab partner who was like a jock kid who was on the football team and stuff and was very nice to me while we were lab partners and then never talked to me again but uh, <laughs> i'm not complaining about <laughs> she's, that she's I over f- it don't worry <laughs> yeah, yeah guys i don't even remember his name <laughs> i actually don't but um we had to do something with ammonia once and he we had a vial of ammonia like a test tube of it and he smelled it like s- straight up like straight ammonia. yes <laughs> his, his face turned bright red and he was coughing and sneezing and he goes smell this it's like no, no. <laughs> idiot that's not that you can tell someone's smart and he was the same kid who um while i was lab partners with him we had to fill up i don't think it was the same day but we had to fill up a beaker with something and um i think it, we were separating something by boiling it over the bunsen burner uh-huh. and he took our it's crazy that high school kids do that. He took our test tube and oh filled it with Bunsen burner fuel instead of whatever oh we're supposed to gosh. separate and then put it over the Bunsen burner so it boiled over and caught the whole desk on fire. Did you do it on purpose? No, he was just dumb. He, he accidentally put fuel in there? Yeah. Jesus Christ. And then it boiled over. Well, you're the lab partner the and obviously the babysitter. Why are we not watching him? I just, when that happened, After I just pushed my chair back from the table and sat there and he kind of did too. And the teacher was like, get up. Go get the sand, <laughs> dump it on your table, sweep it off. Because it probably happens all the time. Yeah, he was. They like shouldn't s- let football players take chemistry. Maybe you have to have a lot of patience to be a chemistry teacher in high school. I bet. Yeah, nerves of steel. Yeah. Well, I guess if he just said throw sand on it and get over yourself, I guess that's must have happened this happens before. All the time. It was pretty impressive, though. How big was the table? Was it like as big as this coffee table? I mean, it was the whole thing just flaming. Yeah, it was about that size, and no, well, a lot of Coffee it was like about the four by three. Because the Bunsen burner stuff started to boil, and listeners. then it like the fuel boiled and spilled over, and then yeah. all that was on fire. So like Could a lot of the table up. was on fire. <laughs> I know, like the glass. That's crazy. Could have shattered. I guess that's they're made to be heated like that, but uh, <laughs> they're made for high school. Like idiots. And it's literally it was those idiot proof. Science <laughs> tables that are really yeah, they're not made out they're of wood. To be they're like um, yeah, I know, yeah, whatever. 
<laughs> made out of asbestos, probably. I have some silver, sterling silver Indian bracelets. <laughs> really? Is this just you, Kelly, or are you reading it from the book? <laughs> this is just me. I'm okay, just wondering, guys. Are they are you talking about the ones from like New Mexico, or are you talking <laughs> about the ones like from India? I feel like they're most beautiful when only the design is oxidized, yet ugly when the rest of the bracelet becomes tarnished. How can you clean the outside and make it shine without removing oxidization from the design? Did that kid in your chemistry class write this question? <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of Indian bracelets. He was just jangling and jangling all over the place. Well, what a stupid question. Why, Why is it stupid? Because if you just put the silver polish on the outside and oh. rub it, it'll, it'll, the cracks will still be black well, and the top will be... let's see what Heloise says. Okay. Remove the bracelets from your arm. <laughs> Hold on. You didn't even say that part. Yeah. Good job, Mom. Okay. All right, I stand Hold corrected. them in your hand and rub face down, briskly back and forth on any piece of wool carpet. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> the bracelets will shine like a brand new half dollar. Hey, okay. You're like calling people. You have wool carpet, right? Can I come over? I need to do something. In no, the, mine's polyester. In the middle Sorry. of your living room. Yeah. Wool carpet sounds expensive. It is expensive. It's crazy Jeez. expensive. Um, it also doesn't hold up as great as you'd think. Well, guys, if you do not have wool carpets and your husband has a pair of old wool trousers, put them on your ironing board turn down the cuff and shine the bracelets on the inside of the cuff where it won't show. <laughs> this never removes the, the oxi- oxidization where it should remain. <laughs> I'm wow. not saying that word right, am I? Oxidation? Yeah, I'm adding some extra syllables. Um, oxidation. Uh, that is a damn fine tip. Remember I'm going to run out and buy some bracelets wool now. Trousers and some wool trousers? Wool trousers. And some, but I need to know about the bracelets. Do they you come from from India or do they come from like, sure New Mexico? Native American. Okay. I'm guessing like... Um, because of silver. Because I don't want to do it wrong. Probably like silver. There's a lot of silver comes out of India too, though. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think people would bought stuff like that back then. I think Native American stuff would have been more popular in the 60s. Okay. Um, you should get a sheep, first of all, if you wanted to do this, because that's more sustainable. Yeah, just run it on the sheep. Just rub it on the sheep. And it'll be shiny the from the lanolin. And then, um, remember we used to, and then, <laughs> that's what I was thinking in my head. I should have said it out loud. Here's the other thing you wanted to talk about, Bill. And then remember? Um, remember this. Uh, we kay. used to polish silver a lot when we were kids. Did you have to do that, Kelly? Or get to do it? I think I thought it was fun. Uh, yeah, every once in a while. I remember one of my favorite chores when we did like full house cleaning for guests was doing the sh- silver chandelier. Yeah, in we had a chandelier in our house, which was kind of weird because it wasn't that. It was a. It was a very simple thing. The it chandelier wasn't, like wasn't weird. It was just kind of weird to have a chandelier in your house like that. It was fine. It just was. It it the whole house is weird, so it, it fit into the weirdness of the house. It was a it was a nice chandelier. It was it was a uh, very classy. It was like a simple. Candle yeah, style, yeah, like it was a simple chandelier. little thing. Um, but it w- we, it got tarnished because it was ma- it was silver coated, and so we'd have to um, we'd have to polish it up. I got rid of that chandelier because I kept hitting my head on it when I'd move the table because it, hang- it hung. That's why it was weird because it hung lower than my head, which is I don't think a chandelier should. Well, that's, if it's over a table, that's, look that up in Heloise. See if it's <laughs> okay. chandelier, see height. If a chandelier, chandelier height. height, comma chandelier, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, comma ideal. Um, I. I was watching the game now. I've been watching the game the whole time. I can hear you. Um, oh. <laughs> so we, I remember we used to we used to have other sil- silver stuff. I don't think people have that kind of stuff as much anymore as they used to. I have a lot of silver like jewelry. And I stuff. have it. Um, yeah, that makes sense. But like just like cups. So for and your birthday, how about I get you, you a yard of wool carpet? Maybe I could try that on my like, wedding ring and stuff. Yeah. Could you just get a, like a old wool sock or something? Would that make more sense? Then using uh, a suit, like a whole, s- you know what I mean? No, I'm gonna buy a suit. And who or has your carpet? Wool pants? Is that a thing anymore? They used to be. Well, it was then. It's I not. Guess. This book's from 1967. Right. Who wore wool suits all the time in the, in the winter? But it, like, it seems like rubbing your old tarnished old ass bracelet on the carpet's not a great idea because it's going to rub the tarnish on there. Yeah, you'd have to do it in a 
real inconspicuous place, move the, or like yeah. on a move the couch. Yeah, put it on the couch. Your closet. Yeah. yeah, rub your stuff and then put the couch back. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably the next one should be like, how do I get silver tarnish out of my wool carpet or my my husband's suit? He's all pissed. He rubbed a that's why you do it under the cuffs so he yeah. never knows. Yeah, yeah, that's. I, I think that's a fine, fine way to go with your it, silver jewelry. Iron it out backwards. I. I think I like this hint book better than the other one, almost. Almost. Yeah. I think I, I like the one that has bad hints in it because it's funnier. That that wasn't a bad hint to you. <laughs> no, I mean it would work. The ones in the other one are like how to clean your wax flowers and stuff. Like it, it would sense. still would work. The right. um, that I mean reminds that w- me of. I used to rub my pencils on the carpet at school to get the uh, eraser nice and clean yeah. and round. Sounds legit. Did your teacher think it was odd that you were kneeling on the floor? No, I did it from my desk. I remember someone stole my pencil once, and I was like, that's my pencil. And he's like, well, I like the eraser. And I was like, yeah, I bet you did. It's <laughs> mine. I've got it nice and rounded up, clean. That was, that was fun in school. Kids would just be like, yeah, I'm stealing this. <laughs> yeah. I'm a shitty kid. And I'm going to be a shitty adult, probably. More than likely. It's I don't weird. think that goes away. And I think they're taught to be jerks as children. It's like the main thing you, yeah, By their parents. That, you, that school is for is to learn that most people are assholes. Yeah. It's great. It's true. Do you want some barbecue tips, Bill? Yeah, I want some barbecue tips. Yeah, I thought you didn't eat meat anymore because you're pito. <laughs> My pisto. Yeah. <laughs> I do eat meat. I'm going to eat barbecue meat again. Okay. Bar- barbecue meat. There's <laughs> a Heloise barbecue tip. It's under barbecue easies. Oh, nice. Is it? Spill, spill that. That's not it's, a word. It's uh, This whole section is Hello... Wait, is this book called Hello Easy's? No. Oh, Hello, Hello Easy's? Yeah, what? this this chapter is called Hello Easy's. Like, oh. Lord Easy. And it's oh. So it's like Hello Easy? That's like Hello <laughs> but Easy. Is she from Northern California? <laughs> it's like Hello Easy. <laughs> I remember Bruce went to school in Northern California and people said Hella and I'd never heard it before. When I was in high school. Oh, I yeah, like, I think I only... That's it was the first a regional time I heard it was, thing, then. Yeah, from Bruce. He's like, yeah, this is like hella cool. And I was just like, wow, these people talk weird. <laughs> I didn't know people talk like that in Northern California until then. Oh. It, like a, it sounded like a valley girl almost kind of thing. Barbecue Easies. Okay. From New York. Barbecue Easies. We live in an apartment building. There's no place for outdoor cooking, so we don't own a charcoal grill. However, we found a Smart. wonderful substitute. When we go on a picnic, I take along an old oven rack and support the four corners of it with cans. Large juice cans are best. Then light the charcoal fire under it. It's wonderful for charcoal, charcoaling steaks or hot dogs, or we can set on a, set a skillet on it for frying potatoes. Wow. The rack takes up no space when stored, and it can be kept in the trunk of your automobile. <laughs> Why buy a new one when you, can just, when you can eat just as well off this homemade grill? So you just That's get actually a, not a bad different oven one, or you use your main oven? I'd use my main oven one and just bring it back. Yeah, all, you have two racks stuff. for a reason. That's true. Yeah. That's, that is a good idea. Actually, it's not bad. But what if you're a hobo? You just put, <laughs> you yeah. just put charcoal on the ground and light it. <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> so. You left out part grass. of the tip, Eloise. Well, the I don't understand how the airflow works. Kelly's <laughs> really concerned about the quality of the grill. You're not going to get a good grill on that thing. Okay, good, you got your four cans, Kelly, like this. One, two, I three, four. I get that part. I don't understand My how the charcoal... My mom just pointed to the table four times. Well, the viewer wondering what she, she was doing. She pointed to two cups she moved and the glass two and then pretend and then two cups. Pretend like there's two. Yeah. I get, the, 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 grill I get the grill's not right on top of Kelly, the charcoal, but put, the charcoal in a barbecue has You set up cans and you put the grill on it. The charcoal's going to be underneath. On the ground. So there won't be an airflow under it. 
It oh, wouldn't work very well. Saying. But it would work well enough if you were just drunk at the park and burning <laughs> up the lawn or whatever. Wait, well, wait a minute. What is the charcoal just sits on the bottom of a grill? And there's old, another well, grill at the bottom I don't know of the, like a Weber. Old like hibachis probably didn't have that. That's true. They're, They're just, just like and those little tiny mini there. ones. It seems like you'd have yeah. to have something to contain it though, because otherwise they just all flop all over the place. But little hibachis they would at least have a, a That's why it's a bad tip. Or have a air <laughs> vent. <laughs> Kelly's really concerned about this. <laughs> like I'm not arguing <laughs> for it. I'm just saying it would work. It just wouldn't work that well. All right. Well, I guess it's good enough for. Okay. Here's what. Let's uh, yeah. get Kelly. Get a pencil with your clean clean eraser and right underneath that. Rub it on the carpet for a while. Um. Put here, here. Take my Indian bracelet and clean it up too, if you don't mind. <laughs> while you're down <laughs> there. While I'm down make here. A, get a bring a piece of foil and make it into a square, and then put your car- charcoal in there, and then you don't understand the problem. I did airflow. <laughs> <laughs> like I might seriously have to edit this out. <laughs> you don't understand the problem. I don't understand you just want to set it on foil. Well, at least then it won't roll, roll around. <laughs> I'm not worried. She's about not worried about it rolling around. She's worried about it not getting airflow to keep hot. So because you need. Let me explain to you. Okay, this is let when me, let me I explain to you. The, for I, for I, heat, you need two things: you need flame and you need oxygen. I okay, and thank you. Need, you. And, and the third thing is fuel. Okay. So, I almost got it right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Here's what you I need: you need you know, spark, you need fuel, and you need um. So okay. bring yeah. a fire. Uh, so yeah, so she's saying there's not enough airflow to keep this stuff hot, and I'm saying it doesn't really matter because you're just cooking hot dogs the, at, a, at a park in the '60s. And Bill the, assumes you're drunk. And you probably yeah, I would assume so because the four cans are probably beer cans. You well, it's not juice dust. cans. Yeah, that's what he meant. You can't say beer cans because it, it was untoward back then. To say. Beer cans aren't tall enough. I drink you have to four have the beers. Big, the big um, like are those like number eight cans. cans or whatever they are. What do the numbers of cans mean? I what? do not know. Tell I remember they have numbers. Those they, yeah. they, like they used to have numbers that like gauges of wire. I think like the smaller the number, the bigger the can or something. I don't remember. I know what you're talking about, but I, kn- I don't think I ever understood the. I didn't know like that. Like those big industrial ones were like a number four or whatever. Like they had a number. Yeah, but like those big like a like a tomato juice can would be tall enough to put a grill on a, a yeah. rack thing, and then you. And then it all falls so apart. I guess, I guess what I'm saying, I think an argument for them being drunk is that if you had four giant juice cans, you're probably drinking at some point. You're drinking some kind of alcohol. You don't have giant cans of juice unless you're making cocktails out of them. Well, maybe you got kids. Well, you'd use fresh juice or frozen. <laughs> you don't use canned juice and give you don't give your kid canned tomato juice. Your kids, <laughs> it's breakfast. Just some tomato juice. Why? Because it's gross and nobody wants tomato juice. <laughs> The kids don't like tomato juice. It's like drinking ketchup. It's disgusting. Some people like it. I, I love like ketchup. It. I dip fries in it. Tomato juice. I had no idea you have gout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I put sausage in it and dip fries I in drink, it. I drink ketchup. I don't drink ketchup. I like ketchup. You just would. Yeah, I probably would. If you weren't well, married, I'd rather have a glass of ketchup than uh, what? If you weren't married and had people yeah, watching, if you I was living alone, I'd, I would, it would have gotten real weird by now. I'd be drinking ketchup. Well, I think that. <sighs> okay. Anyway, there's such a thing as a juice can. They gave it to somebody. I don't know who yeah. ate it. Who drank it? Is pineapple juice you used to make like cocktails at your tiki bar party in the '60s? All right, maybe. One more from this book. For those of us who cook outdoors, here's the perfect way to clean that messy barbecue grill. <laughs> I like that's all in caps. There's a lot of tips for cleaning barbecues. It's not that complicated. As soon as the grill <laughs> cools, just lay it on the grass and leave it overnight. The dew works like magic. <laughs> Amazing how easy it will be to heard. wash the next morning. That's insane. The <laughs> dude does its magic. <laughs> Speaking of bit, being drunk after you're done barbecuing. <laughs> it's you know, not one, the dew, it's the fairies. It's the I barbecued t- grill fairies come. I tipped over my barbecue drunk and it was so clean when I got up. <laughs> I figured out a new dew. way of doing it. Yeah. The dew just got as in they, there. As they pop the top of a 
80 gallon can of tomato juice to make a bunch of Bloody Marys. I don't even remember why I would take the grill off sometimes and like set it next to the barbecue. But when I did, my cat Flash would lick it. (laughs) (laughs) Another good way to clean your barbecue grill. Yeah, that's my tip. Yeah, get a cat. I'll let your cat lick it. And your also, grill. wouldn't it we in, in the Pacific Northwest? I think it'd be covered with slug slime in the morning. Yeah. Oh, that's God. extra clean. Mm, I think just leave it on the thing and fire it up and let it all the stuff burn off. Well, you have to you have to wipe it down sometimes with foil. That's my tip. Okay, yeah, Ball up a piece of foil. foil. Maybe we should have a whole episode about different ways to clean a barbecue grill. Yeah, it sounds like uh, you hear about tips about this all the time, and it's like, I know. like don't use oven cleaner. But other than that. It's fine. Just use whatever. So yeah, just do it with the grill hot. Heat and it's it up a little easy. bit. And rub the stuff off of it. Although the, the, those wire brushes you're not supposed to use because people keep eating them. The Ooh. wires. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. And, um, and you're, like it'll pierce your intestine and infection. Yeah, and they, those say not to use them when they're hot. A lot of brushes say not to use them when they're hot, but I still do. Oh, well, I just use a foil, guys. It's fine. Yeah, foil's a better idea. <laughs> I was not done with the Heloise book. I love the Heloise book so far. Well, all right. Mom should read one. Do you want to read one? Sure. Put my glasses on. Okay. Okay. Why don't you pick one while Kelly does one from the hint list? Handing the book over. You're just going to grab a random one. I should make a compilation of me on the second episode we recorded in a row, just mumbling the shit out of everything. Are you going to... You should do a super cut of me pronouncing stuff wrong. Of me pronouncing stuff wrong? No, me. No. Oh. <laughs> like, what? What'd you say? <laughs> did you, did like you when say you said, pronounced it? When you called Haddock. Was it Haddock that you were talking about? No. Pollock. Pol- Pollock. Pollock. <laughs> Pollock. I don't, and you're like, I don't think that's right. Okay, I got a good one. Pollock fish. All right, go. Okay, ready? I'll leave that out. Okay. It's racial slur. From Oklahoma. This is <laughs> to Heloise, not from Heloise. Okay. You may think I'm crazy, but I dampen clothes in the shower. That is all in caps. Okay. <laughs> Dampen clothes in you the shower. May, you may think I'm crazy. I turn the shower on hot and just whip the clothes under it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing. I'm trying to do this in a serious fashion. One article at a time until they're just damp enough to iron. Then roll and let set a while. I don't have enough space to spread the clothes out to be sprinkled, but this method is so quick and handy, I don't think, I, I don't think I'd use the space if I had it. <laughs> so the alternative, people are sprinkling their clothes Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, that makes sense. Seems like imagine the being shower would be way easier. You're not crazy. You just found a quicker way! Exclamation point! And look at the exercise you're getting. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> I picture them whipping it like Indiana Jones, like a pair of pants, just like. Whoosh. <laughs> I um, I uh, imagine living in, in, in Oklahoma in 1967 in a place so small you can't lay clothes out. You Houses know? have gotten twice as big since the 60s or since well, the but, 50s. But like in Oklahoma, they were probably all, 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 all pretty large, you know? Like she's in some tiny apartment just like oh, I don't whipping know her clothes into the shower. What I'm did surprised you she had a shower. What did you sprinkle them with? Was it like a spray bottle or just like... They used to have um, tops you could put on like a pop bottle, glass pop bottle, oh, or a beer okay. bottle or something. And you sprinkle your clothes because this yeah. was before steam irons were invented. Uh, and also the irons have a spray thing and I, I've used that before to... That works. Get well, more water I'm on there. Guessing that was before that was a. Yeah, I'm gonna whip my clothes in the shower next Didn't time. Grandma I haven't, used to I haven't put iron clothes in, the in 15 years. Fridge. fridge. Yeah. Why take was it, that a step? Put what in the fridge? Um, sprinkle the clothes. Yeah. Roll them up. Put them in a bag or something. I don't remember plastic or something. I don't remember what it was. I think to put it in the fridge would keep it from getting moldy. Because if you didn't iron right or away. Or from drying out. Oh my god. Yeah. What a pain in the ass. Uh huh. 
No, I'm glad we've gone away from ironing our clothes. Not me. I iron my clothes all the time. No, you don't. You also You're don't. You're so full of shit. You've been living with me for two months and you haven't well, ironed Well, you don't have a goddamn iron. All yeah, my stuff that needs to be ironed is in storage because you don't have an iron. Or a toaster. You're going to realize have a toaster. You can buy an iron for like nine ninety nine if you really wanted one. You don't the need it. And then where am I getting the ironing board? I brought up... <laughs> Where's this ironing board coming from, yeah. Kelly? You do it on a towel on the floor. If you need to iron that bad... <laughs> I, we were talking about appliances, about how um, people have appliances that are kind of standard, and one of them is a toaster. And mom was like, Kelly doesn't have a toaster. And I was like, well, you know, she doesn't have kids or whatever. It's kind of different if you have a family. Yeah. Well, Herman but it's kind of weird that you don't have a toaster. Herman thinks bread is evil. That's why it's they fine. Don't. It's fine. I, I mean, rarely make toast. Usually if I, I don't, we usually don't even have a loaf of bread around because if I make toast, it's usually like little pieces of French bread and I just the put oven. them in the oven. That's no, fine. And, and I this think morning, mom asked dad how he toasted his bread. And he goes, I didn't. And then I was like, just put it under the broiler. What are you talking? Like, you know how to toast it. <laughs> well, that's a huge waste of <laughs> electricity. Do you think, I, you so think he is hiding a, a toaster somewhere? I don't no. think it's a waste of electricity. <laughs> yeah. He's a b- I don't think mom. A uh, broiler agree- for one piece of toast? <laughs> You're making me so mad. I don't think. <laughs> you think that's better than having a toaster that I use once a year? Like, more wasteful? Electricity-wise, it is. But resources-wise? Mm, tough call. Okay. Yeah, well. Also, you're just, you, you, can, you can't do it without burning it. I bet you $100 <laughs> you can't <laughs> toast bread under the broiler. She'll just wander off and go do something else. She'll well, be reading a book. Like, what does that smell? Well, Kelly, yeah. something's burning. I have to put my hand on the oven door while I broil stuff because it is very easy to but Yeah, burn. I know. You turn away and it's just burning up. Well, uh-huh. I, I, to my recollection, she was defending you for not having a toaster. It sounds like she's changed her mind. She needed to make some toast. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, figure I it out, even though I have a full size oven. Yeah, so I think I think it's weird that you don't have a toaster, but I, don't, I wouldn't be like if you if if I said, "Hey, how do I toast this bread?" and you said, "Oh, I don't have a toaster," I'd be like, "Oh, that's weird," but I wouldn't think you were like a savage or something like <laughs> like, "Oh my god, how do you live without a toaster?" But well, it's like one of the standard pieces of like I was saying, a, a hand mixer of some kind or a stand mixer is usually something everybody has. Yeah, people who cook, and and the thing I was trying to think of is the instant pot because that's a big deal now. People love them, and it's like yeah. a trendy thing to have. And th- I think everybody's trying to find this new thing that's going to be the main new appliance that everybody will have. Like bread maker, bread machines were like that. And For about um, five minutes. And I think the Instant Pot's probably the same thing. People aren't going to always have an Instant Pot. And the oh, measure of this. They're taking over, or they're replacing the standard uh, crock pot. Crock pot. But and everyone, I thought they lots were of people still keep use crock pots. But I think it's only been 10 years or something that they've done that. It's like the George Foreman Grill I was saying. People had those for a long time. But crock pots have been around since... Oh, they've come and gone. Yeah. They're not a standard. Like some people use them, some people don't, is what I'm saying. Like I think people, people are trying to find the thing that's on everybody's kitchen counter. I had one of and those, and I used it like once or twice, and it was way pain in the ass. Yeah. I don't like it. Uh, if, the it's better for cooking pot, meat than for not cooking meat. I think the Instant yeah, Pot is more taking over pressure cookers i think it's a fancier yeah but pressure cookers are something that come and go too i don't i will be shocked if in five years everybody's still using an instant pot the way they do now oh i know i'm I'm waiting until they start showing up at goodwill yeah i was gonna say get one well the the measure of that is if you can get it at goodwill it's probably not one of those things because you don't see a lot of toasters at goodwill because people use their toaster up until it breaks and they get a new toaster they don't go i don't need this toaster anymore it's true generally and same thing with microwaves you never see microwaves at Goodwill. I think you do because people every well Kelly had one in their storage because now they're standard in every house. For a while they were not oh, right. necessarily part of the But if you're in a situation where you're buying a microwave to replace, I think you usually it's something you need to have so you wouldn't get rid of a perfectly good one commonly. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's true. Like you go and there's ninety George Roman grills and one toaster at a thrift store and zero microwaves. Do you have a Jofo? 
I don't know what a Joe Foman is. It's George Foreman. That's what they call him. <laughs> and it's, uh, everyone knows that. Oh, George Foman? <laughs> yeah. I don't have a Joe Fo. I never had a Joe Fo. I never saw the point of They're it. They're pretty good. If You you know what's a good recipe? Yeah. yeah. The one thing you made it. We had this discussion where you were you like. you remember what it was? It was peanut butter and jelly. Yes. And you make a sandwich out of it. And I said, well, what else did you make it? She's like, nothing. That's the only thing she ever made it. She was raving about how great this thing was. It's so good. And I explained to her I it's for making. I other things. It was I for making mine a few meat. times a year. I was like, what do you make? Like vegetables in it? And she's like, no. I, I make sandwiches though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you use, you can also use a, this is going to sound like something mom would say. You use one cast iron pan and then you put another cast iron pan on top of it. It works. You think I can lift a cast iron pan? <laughs> yeah. I think you're, I think you keep talking about how strong you are. <laughs> um, I don't have cast iron because I'm. You probably don't even really need the second cast iron pan. You can probably make it perfectly well, dandy. Well, you a pressed sandwich that works. Yeah. Out. I don't know what the point of the pressed part is. It really. tastes better. I don't Does know. Does it? All right. I'm going to make yeah. it at home. Out of, uh, I'm gonna stop make on one. the way home and get a Jofo. It we got Jofo. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get um, some uh, corned beef and some brisket. <laughs> I'm not supposed to eat that. If you um, pisto, it's gout. That's what we're talking about. If, if you, you have, have the, this is your first episode listening. Welcome. And I'm talking about <laughs> gout that I seem to have that I've self-diagnosed myself with. If you have Jofos and friends with Jofos, I suggest getting together for a panini party. It's pretty fun. We've done it before. That does sound pretty fun. You just did we, we do that? Was yeah. involved in that? Yeah. yeah. We've done it. You chop so up a bunch of stuff, have a bunch of stuff, and then, then you're done. Oh, <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the here's the special panini. We're really evolving this into our own hints. <laughs> <laughs> we put the books down. We got some hints. Here's the here's my panini hint. Um, you can make a sandwich that's like progressive, where you put different ingredients on each section of the bread, and it's a different sandwich as you go. <laughs> so you start idea. eating at one end, and the next, so you eat a peanut butter and. Yeah, only one of like the first bite and then last bite of ham and cheese. You have brie and apple and then you go to cheddar and hmm. uh, ham and then you go to, uh, I, uh, I can't think of anything else. This is the only two sandwiches. Fig. I panicked and I already said something I don't eat. Yeah, ham. <laughs> the ham. I'm like, where does ham come from? <laughs> you know what's good is um, also a household hint is um, fig jam in a grilled sandwich. I went to fig jam in uh, 2002. <laughs> it was really good. Was it? Leftover salmon was there. Uh, fish headline. <laughs> Leftover Salmon's the name of a real band. Is it really? Yeah. Hmm. I remember seeing uh, flyers good? for them. They're pretty good. I doubt it. I don't know. I wouldn't listen to music like I'm that. I'm not very good at naming bands, so I'm probably I don't have the not. the patience for jam bands, it turns out. Like, I'm like, get to it already. The song's too long. <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm, I'm I yell that from the f- <laughs> in front of the stage at the guys. You're like, get to the hook. Come on. Why is this song so long? All right, guys. I agree. I don't like long songs. Does anyone want to like get this over with? Choose a number for a hint. I choose number forty-four. That was clever because there's a football player being helped off the field who's number forty-four. Yeah, it's not good. Is that Miles Jack? Not good for him. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to date this episode. It's going to come out in like a month. Nobody back, nobody listens to this. Nobody cares. So I think we're going to try to do one the for London. The only one possibly know mm. is Emily, who would or Herman, who would remember all this stuff. Um, uh, he thinks it's fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, you're going to go be in London and you're going to try to do one from there, which may have come out before this one. If it turns out that makes more sense. Um, how would that make more sense? These are but numbered, you, but I think we have enough for, to cover. Why are, I said the number at the beginning of every one. I know. So, so why would the one in London come out sooner than this one? Because it would make more sense if you were in London when it came out rather than doing it after you got back. I don't know. Would it? I don't think I, so. We'll see. This one's going to be not that time stamped, is my point. And you want to do it just for, uh, like to be, uh, entertained in London. It sounds like. Yeah, and I'm going to be writing a blog, everybody. So it's going to be attached yeah, to Yeah, remember I was saying you should set that up and then promote it on this one? Set it up? And I forgot about it. Oh. Like, find a URL for it. 
You have a, is your blog still active? Your, do you still own that? I don't know. Okay. Well, are anyway, how are you going to so figure this? I'm not going out? to figure it out. Bill's going to figure it out, Mister well, Smarty Pants, I, who knows how to do we everything. We can talk about this after, but I don't think the timing is going to work if you don't know it now, because we need to tell people now and you don't know it. Oh, okay. Well, you're going to be back before anybody knows what it is. Before you post I'll put this it on the, one, I'll put it on Twitter and Facebook, but I don't okay. know if that's going to help. Oh, that's, well, okay. You have more people on Facebook because I'm gonna, I'm about to abandon my regular Facebook because it sucks. Do you have a secret Facebook? I don't blame you. I have umpire pants. I'm just going to oh, keep that okay. one. Because the f- regular Facebook of my, I realized like, I don't really care what people I went to high school with are doing anymore. Yeah. That's basically all. It. People I used to work with. So yeah. Who gives a shit? Okay. Oh, you're in Hawaii again. Great. Oh. <laughs> Everyone ready? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Number 44. To keep cheese fresh, wrap it in a cloth dampened with vinegar and store in a cool place, but not in refrigerator. Huh. Hmm. Where else would you store so it? So in Hawaii, you can't have cheese? Is that the... <laughs> Or you have to eat it all at once? Yeah. You have to have a panini party to get rid of it <laughs> every end of every month. You I have a combination panini party. Well, it doesn't last party. for a month if you don't have it in the fridge. Yeah, it would. So Jesus sits in the, out all the time. It gets I think all they're dried saying, up. Well, you, you have to wrap it in a damp cloth. Dampened with listening? vinegar. Were you listening? Yeah, I didn't like this hit. on the outside of the cheese because it's all vinegary? It seems like. I bet it's good as hell. Sounds good. Really? Well, I'm going to wrap some up for next time you come over. Yeah. I think you should do that. But where are you going to put it you where it's like cool? It's like 90 degrees in this like house. Some Tillamook bar. with a vinegary wrap on it. Yep. I'll make like you that. eat it. What kind of r- clean you have cloth to make me. I'll find it and eat it on my own. Maybe I'll they'll smell, smell it. it. Yeah, I'll be like, where's that vinegary cheese? I want it. That's true. The cats would probably find it before you. They pee on it. They'll <laughs> turn their noses up at that. They're not going to eat that. They won't chase down vinegar. They would chase but they'll down sit cheese. There, they'll sit there waiting for a mouse to come eat that cheese and eat that mouse. That's a good idea. Well, apparently your cats can't eat mice. Why? Because I had a mouse die in my wall. But well, how are they supposed to get it out of a wall? Jesus, give the, them some the mouse credit. I saw, I saw Zeppo wearing a little tool belt. <laughs> <laughs> the mouse was never in our apartment from what we can tell. We never saw any signs of mice. Yeah, well, I know. So why are you, what, how are your cats getting blamed no, for this? Well, this is a joke. Bill just said that Zeppo should have cut a hole in the wall. Yeah. Well. He still can. The carcass is in there. <laughs> so Make gross. some soup. It's probably more of a dried mouse up, carcass. Dried up skeleton by now. Throw some carrots Spooky. in there. Well, I'm going to just... Um, Oh, it's a dumb hand. I don't like it. I don't Get know. a different one. I think I'm just going to keep putting my cheese in the fridge. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I don't have so much cheese that I can't get through Why it. not in the refrigerator? Some of these need more expl- explanation. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, what, do you, where, what state do you live in? Do you put it outside? That's a terrible idea. They didn't really get mice. I, I, I don't know. Or this, like a root cellar? A rut cellar? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what the hell? So if you live in California, no cheese for you. California, Florida, Hawaii, no yeah, cheese. forget about no it. Cheese. Asian food only. Asian fusion. <laughs> Maybe that's why you can't get cheese in Costa Rica, because it's too hot to keep. It might be. You can get it. It's just expensive. Yeah. Okay. I need another number. Uh, 125. 125. Mom <laughs> well, just looked at the score of the football game. The Patriots took the lead. Uh, Shockingly. It made me say a bad word. They're Sorry, Harrison and Felix. probably already won the Super Bowl by the time this comes out. Yeah, yeah. it's true. We're all tired of it. What, what's the number? One something? 125. Okay. <laughs> is that a good one? Uh, the first sentence is, who's too proud for day-old bread? <laughs> it's not only cheaper and just as nourishing, <laughs> but actually better for the teeth and gums, according to experts. <laughs> that rules. What? I don't know. Man, that's awesome. I want to know who's the... 
What, what, your the dentist ex- hasn't told you this? No. Get it, Peggy Chang on the line. I want to ask her about this. Yeah, I'll ask her next time I'm in there. Is day-old bread better for my teeth and gums? <laughs> is that why my teeth and gums are bad? Because I eat that Bill fresh bread eat like the a softest bread. Yeah. I, I only eat croissants. It doesn't get any of the plaque off when you just eat soft bread. Well, I make sandwiches out of croissants and uh, <laughs> and Krispy Kreme donuts. Sounds really good, actually. A sandwich made with a Krispy Kreme donut does yeah. not sound that good to me. Well, it depends on what's in the middle. Some um, of that, some of that vinegar cheese? Vinegar cheese, ham. No ham. Panini press it. <laughs> I bet that's good. Oh, peanut butter good. and jelly press well, that would be good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah well, you, you get a Danish that's got um, like cream cheese Apple in it. That's, it. Yeah, that's, that's kind of cheesy. I don't know. All right. Anyway, so, so what was the second it. part of this? We we want to buy Mom, Dale Bread. Mom, are you proud for Dale Bread? Who is? I am. As a matter of fact, I'm too good for. I'm not too proud. I'm too good for Dale bread because I buy a loaf of bread, and hey, if we don't finish it, I throw it away. It's and then cheaper. It's just as nourishing. <laughs> I don't think bread is particularly nourishing. No. It's what better for your word. teeth and gums. That well, is a weird word, according to experts. That one gets crazier <laughs> as it goes. I know. It's like yeah, it is cheaper. That We're makes like sense. More nourishing. I don't know. And then it's like good for your teeth and gums. <laughs> they just think you had to like, exercise. I do remember there being a. One of those ABC in between the cartoons things about exercising your choppers. How you should eat food that's hard to eat because it's good for your teeth to do that. Well, that oh, would be like more of an breakers? apple situation. Yeah. What? <laughs> like jawbreakers? No, not that much. Like, yeah, like like uh, vinegar cheese and like uh, <laughs> Put some vinegar cheese on a piece of celery. They didn't say to eat old bread, though. That's Is weird. vinegar cheese the name of this episode? Maybe. I said earlier what it was, didn't I? Or was that the other one? I, I can't do remember. It was the other one. So, um, both probably good. This is a follow up to that one, number 126. Did you know that day-old bread makes better toast than fresh bread? <laughs> Sounds like somebody has a stake in a day-old bread company. Or just a regular bread company. <laughs> they hired an expert and everything. Sounds like they need a scheduler. A master scheduler. Yeah. I like how, I think that was the other one. You said Maggie was a master scheduler. And I was just like, oh, right. Yeah, that's a thing people have heard of. Oh. I, I mean, I guess it's true. I figured it out by the name. Yeah. I still, well, yeah. Anyway, I, that, yeah, I only know that because of that, because yeah. of her. I've never heard it anywhere else. Yeah, that I didn't know it was a job. Makes sense, though. Well, it is. Um, so the bread, I don't know. Yeah, what? This is just a stale bread section, I guess, huh? It's not stale, it's day old. Day old, yeah. Um, okay, stale. sorry. How dare you, How sorry. Dare you call it stale? We'll, we'll bread. just roll right over to 127. Rolls and muffins, which can be hardened to the can't be et stage, <laughs> are easily freshened. <laughs> That's spelled. In quotes, can't be E-T. Can't be it. Can't stage. be it. Okay. Uh, sprinkle the rolls or muffins with water, place in a brown paper bag, and warm in a hot oven for a few moments. A few moments? Okay. That's All right. Any more specifics? And then also, it says, how many moments should I put the timer on for? A few? A few moments. Stale bread <laughs> reappears in appetizing freshness when cleverly reused. Here are three ways to use it. Oh, whoops. That was you just taking you too far. I was going to say you just melded into another hint, didn't you? Oh yeah. Also, stop right now because what you, when you're reheating bread, you don't want to put it in a hot oven. You want to put it in a low oven. It doesn't dry it out. It's better. What if it's re- reached the can't be at stage though? Maybe yeah. you need to. You gotta sprinkle it with water. Oh, you know God, what I do? That sounds disgusting. If I hold muffins, I put my I put my oven up, and then I go in the sh- turn the shower and I whip my muffins <laughs> out of the shower <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> And it works much better. I don't have it's the space to lay them out and sprinkle them. But if I did, I don't think I'd do it. I'd just whip them under I the... I just picture a mom <laughs> being like, these, these muffins are fine. Shut up. These are good. <laughs> and the kids are like, no, they can't be it. I freshened them. And the mom's all ripped because she's whipping them under the shower. She's getting so scary. much exercise. She's like jacked. <laughs> yeah. Look, 
I'm a, these muffins are fine. <laughs> when I whip them out of the shower, it'll be fine. <laughs> put them in a cold oven, as mom said. You want to ice that oven down. I didn't say cold. I you said chill it over, low. like we said earlier. I want to go ahead and read the next 275. Okay. Three? I guess they're, they're all what to do with our old bread while we're here. But, Bill, I want you to say that, that word for me on the first one. You can Which read the whole hint it? if you want. Oh. 128. Crostades? Crostades. That's I, not a word, I don't think. Crostades. I don't know. I, I, Spell I think it. we'd call it C-R-U-S-T-A-D-E-S. Would it, I think we call it like crostini now, probably. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. Hmm. Cut, cut stale bread in two and a half inch slices. Remove crusts. Scoop out centers, leaving a shell one half inch thick. Wait a minute. Pick. Pick a lane here. Start over. Hold What? Cut stale that? bread in two and a half inch. I think they mean inch thick slices. Okay. Remove crust. Scoop out. Uh, although, yeah, you remove the crust and you remove the center. You don't have any more bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that thing about having yeah. Abraham Lincoln's hatchet that you replace the head three times and the handle four times. Yeah, you remove the crust and then you scoop out the center, leaving a shell one half inch thick. Save, this is really confusing. These pictures. I'm drawing a picture as you speak. Save crusts and centers for crumbs. Brush what, with what did you scoop out? You already brush with melted butter. Bake in a moderate oven, 350 degrees. Moderate. <laughs> 15, to 20, 15 to 20 minutes or until golden brown. Use instead of patty shells. What the hell are patty shells? I don't know. They're like like a pie shell kind of thing. You put like... Like meat in there? Um, like chicken a la king type of deal. Oh. What so is like that? SOS. It's like SOS. fancy SOS. <laughs> like where the shit goes on the inside? <laughs> The shit's coming from inside the house. <laughs> like Mom is laughing so hard she can't talk. You put it's pat, patty shells. That's crazy. Yeah, they're like little they're like little pastry shells, like little pie shells. If you took stale bread and took the crust off and scooped the middle out and brushed butter on it and cooked it for twenty minutes at three fifty, it'd be like so dry. It'd be up. really crunchy, like just the three fifty for. Just what, like is a little, a, what is it? Wait, wait. That's <laughs> a moderate oven. Are we moderate? Cooking? It is. I think of it as being. Moderate's a weird word to use to describe heat. Well, that's true. But anyway, I'm so confused. Are we are we cooking the white part of the bread? Yeah, yeah just that's the white all part. that's left is a, a, a like a cup of the white part. Well, I thought you can't make a cup out of what the what? You didn't read the beginning, which is stale bread reappears in appetizing freshness when cleverly re- reused. Here are three ways to use it. I okay. did read that. Okay, that's why I went into those three ways. I did not. I still. I'm. Just the, the the mechanics of this whole bread situation. I'll show you later. We're gonna have there's that a, for dinner. There's a yeah. You make some patty shells. That's so a, wait, is the crust the patty shell or is the white the, the patty crust shell? Is, well, the the crust you, you get rid of the crust entirely. Forget about the crusts. <laughs> Fuck the crusts. <laughs> what we're talking about here is the middle that you scoop the middle out of the middle. But of I the want you to bread. save the crusts. <laughs> and I feel the like they for crumbs, which is another hint. Yeah. Further down. Croutons cut stale. This is one twenty nine. Okay. I'll mark that off our list. Okay. Cut stale bread. In one half inch slices, remove crusts, cut in one half inch strips, then cut across to make cubes. Bake in a slow oven, 325. (laughs) Slow? (laughs) What the hell does that mean? 15 to 20 minutes, stirring occasionally until golden brown. Serve with soup. Save crusts for crumbs. What do you do with all these goddamn crumbs? There's so many crumbs. So much crumbs. Where do you get all stale bread in the first place? Just eat the goddamn bread while it's fresh. I'll go 130 here now. All right. Dry crumbs. Dry out stale bread in a slow oven. Doesn't say the temperature though. No, you I guess learned that in the last hint. Try to keep up. I would have really thought a slow oven is like 150, where I it would like too. slowly yeah. dries yeah. out. Yeah. So it goes, it goes slow, moderate, and then hot. And heavy. Heavy. <laughs> I don't. Quick. I don't know. 
Um, dry out stale bread in a slow oven. Put in a paper bag and crush into crumbs with a rolling pin. Save in a carton for use as poultry stuffing or to make a crumb blanket for scalloped dishes. <laughs> a crumb blanket. I like that. I'm going to start sleeping in a crumb blanket. <laughs> My bed already is a crumb blanket. <laughs> Eat a lot of crackers and stuff in there. Yeah. A lot of dry bread. <laughs> You've been reading this and just I like... I get scared of having leftover dry bread and before I didn't know what to do so I just brought it to bed with me <laughs> and tried to sh- get through it. <laughs> you have all these cr- bread crusts you keep cutting off to make other stuff out of your old bread. Oh God, Herman's gonna get so mad about all this bread. I'm just oh gonna take God. it to bed and nibble on it. Just eating like handfuls <laughs> of crusts, dry old old crusty dried up I bread. Think, oh man, this is Some patty disturbing. shells. I st- that one still got me so confused. I can't figure. How do you? Okay. I've never heard of a patty shell. I, uh, well, your I told you what it is. Example was you put chicken a la king in it. I have no idea what that is. It isn't chicken it's a la king. Just some like cliche '60s recipe. I don't even know what it is. It's basically SOS. It's a white sauce with chicken in it. And they usually put. It's uh, like, like maybe carrots and peas, oh, okay. something like that, and then something you put they don't in make a little. It's probably gross. It's kind of pot pie sort of situation uh, with no, yeah, with no top. Huh. Anyway, it, is that what Alan King was named after? I think so. <laughs> that wasn't his real name. I don't know who that is, guys. Yeah, he's old. He's an old. He's always dead now. Yeah, he he's was old, old when comedian. I was a kid. That's what all the listeners were saying. I yeah, don't know who old. that is, guys. Everybody look up Alan King. He wasn't that funny. He wasn't that funny. I don't know why he was famous. Because there were that many. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he was okay. like one of the eight comedians in the 50s, so they got to be famous. Yeah. He was on the Borscht Circuit. The Borscht Belt. Yeah. He was in the, what is that called? The the. So he's Russian? No, it's just called no, it that. It's Jewish. It's Jewish. Jewish um, oh, I'm thinking comedians. of the stuff that's made at. I think Borscht is Russian. That is Borscht. It? Is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. What's What was that place called where the, the resort where people would go? And they'd perform there. More than one? The Catskills. Yeah. Well, that wasn't, yeah. That they was the area. I know, but the comedians would perform there a lot. I think that was considered the borscht. We should, Mom and I should do a separate podcast where I half remember uh, comedy history. That sounds great. <laughs> and I can remember the other half. We can put it together and get some sort of Frankenstein situation with comedians. Okay, Mom, I think we have one time for one more hint if you want to pick one. To timestamp this, the, the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. God damn it. Uh, they just got a first down. They can use up the clock now. Uh, so one more hint. Okay, I think what we should do. Do we want a Heloise? Both of our predictions were wrong. I know you said the Patriots and the Saints. Yeah, I did. I said the I said the uh, Rams and the Steelers, both of which lost their first game. It's the curse of me. I was so bummed to see the Saints. Well, I don't know. The Vikings game was spectacular. At that the was end. one of the best football games I've ever watched. Yeah, especially since I didn't care. And the, the yeah. this is maybe a little too sports heavy, but the Saints have had that happen to them: the miracle in Minneapolis and the Beastquake game. And there's like a couple more, but those two are iconic games that happened to them, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's like how for the long time, a long time being a Seahawks fan meant seeing when they talked about the Seahawks, Bo Jackson running over Boz, um, Brian Bosworth. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And like running into the tunnel at the kingdom. It's like, all right, that's just, again, this is the biggest thing that's ever happened to the Seahawks. Okay, there's a whole p- middle part of this number. God, you did this whole thing. I never, I've never actually looked at this before. The one through 1,003. I didn't type every number. She's looking at the... the I, I, put I a picture. Excel, of, I don't know if I put okay. a picture of this Try. on, but it's a it's a spreadsheet with just all the numbers of all the things, but it's overwhelming when you look at it. The whole right right side is almost completely empty, so I picked one right in the middle. Okay. 532. Yeah, it's, uh, we've got a lot of content here with this little tiny book. So go on. We'll get 100 episodes out of this one, then we're going to have to find a new one. Uh, let me see what section this is under just for... Oh, man, I hope I didn't get in the insurance section again. I crossed out the whole insurance section. Oh, is that what this is on the bottom? Yeah. Okay. Your home furnishings. Ah. That's what we're under here. Hell yeah. Okay. (laughs) This is my domain. (laughs) 
<laughs> have a home. <laughs> Are there furnishings in it? Some. All right. You're probably going to learn some stuff. My house is mostly unfurnished. <laughs> it's just empty rooms. You're a minimalist. Yeah. No toilets. Well, where do you sit? That's definitely what I'd get rid of first. Yeah. <laughs> clunky toilets. Take that room in my pristine bathroom. Dust accumulates rapidly in the mechanism of your radio in the back. Oh, I think I cut that out. Dust accumulates. <laughs> cut that out too. I'm Take cut- three. I'm not cutting out anything. Take Dust three. accumulates rapidly in the mechanism of your radio if the back is open. To save yourself future service bills, keep dust out by tacking a cover of muslin or spare critone over the back and across the bottom too if that is also open. Somebody look that word up. That's Spell good advice. It. It's C-R-E-T-O-N-N-E. Critone. I That's guess weird. it's another fabric. I don't know what I'm looking at. Like muslin. I guess after chintz, I was out of ideas. Weird. You know. That's actually probably a good idea. That's a good hint if you had an old radio. Yeah, because no one owns a radio now that would be worth calling a repairman over. Yeah. Those are those big ones, like the dresser things. <laughs> those, right? those, those those big ones. <laughs> yeah. It's for those big boys. Yeah, those big with the tubes in them that probably accumulate a lot of dust. They suck the dust right in there with huh. the static. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. So we're going to end on a good hint or what? Are we going to do one more? I think we should try. I think we should try too because that was, I mean, it was a good hint in 19. Yeah, it was 20. like, we can't make fun of it because we don't understand the radio <laughs> part of it. And we, and we don't know what like, Cretan oh, that is. That sounds good. Cretan. Cretan. Cretone. Cretone. <laughs> Maybe we're supposed to just nail a Cretan to it. A Cretan? Yeah. Some jerk. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about, isn't Cretan the name of like a group of people? From Crete, maybe? Maybe, I don't know. There's a lot of names like that, like Philistine, which I think is in the Bible, right? But yeah. there's like words we still use, like it's such a burn on those people. Like we're still like a thousand years later, like calling people like, you know. That's a good point. Like Philistines are probably fine them, people. Some of them will last a lot longer than you think they would. It's like if we called people Okies forever and not just for one generation like we did. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, probably should be put to rest. Oh, shut up, Tom Brady. That's your <laughs> stupid face off the TV. Um, I'm going to pick a number. Okay. Oh. Um, I thought you were reaching over to shake hands. <laughs> you reached over for a pen, but you had your hands splayed in a way that looked like you were like, hey, let's shake on it. Yeah. Are you guys going to bet on this one? Like he has some secret bet that I was going to say something dumb or something. <laughs> let's shake on this. Bill's going to say something dumb. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, my we secret had, hand signal. We had that planned out ahead of time. Like the whole th- the whole podcast is planned out. When ahead we of time. shake hands, that's when we're betting. <laughs> What if we just kept shaking hands throughout it and not telling you why? <laughs> That'd be weird. That'd be real weird. I'd delete it. What's like, the number? We're not doing this. Delete it. Three fifty. Okay. Nice and round. What section is? Like Kerman's balls. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I'll edit that into the other one too, so it's in both. Okay, thanks. Oh, I didn't talk about Ernst in this I one. I just talked did. about Herman's balls in the last one, so That's you true. covered. That's covered. You did. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I alluded to balls in general. I did it in a classy way. It was very. Uh, oh, this is under spots and stains, so this will be helpful to everybody. Okay. I'm looking at you, Mom. I know. Just because I literally. Okay, this is a good. Literally. Yeah. I well, it's not even true. Never mind. Frequently, eat and food is left upon my shirt. It's <laughs> a weird way to put it. No, that, was, that made sense. Uh-huh. Food is left upon my. It's from a Shakespeare. She's quoting. Some spaghetti has been left upon my. It's shirt. like F O O D E. Mm-hmm. Upon. You know I can't do that. What? I can't figure out what people spell when they do it out loud. Oh. I was saying food is spelled in an old-timey way. Okay. Food. <laughs> to figure that one out? Good Lord. I 
So we can, still, we can still spell around her. She you can't tell can. what we're saying. It takes me a long time to catch up. <laughs> we should. Yeah, we're gonna, Kelly needs to go to the D-O-C-T-O-R. <laughs> we're going to tell her we're taking her to the C-H-U-C-K-E-C-H-E-E-S-E apostrophe S. <laughs> <laughs> you guys tricked me into getting in the car. We're going to eat Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> like, why? We're going to Chuck E. Cheese. You're going to get some tickets. It's cool. There's only kids there now. There's no real video games. This would be a real arcade. That place is terrible. It is. It's bad. Ugh. I think casinos run it. It's like to get you addicted to gambling. Well, and That's also, it's fine with me. The reason people it was actually a casino. They, they sell should beer have and wine. That's like, true. Adults can drink. That's like the only place you take your kids so they can, they can leave them unsupervised and drink. Uh... Or you should. Great little well, lodge is great because of that too. Yeah. So you get to sleep there too. So you can get real drunk. Yeah. And then they have signs that say no mixed drinks by the pool. And you're like, wait, I can bring beer down here? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Sending the right message. Okay. Well, we were at Great Wolf Lodge. This is. Did we talk about how, how much fun we had when you won all those bouncy balls? Like no, we 75 didn't. of them or something? She yeah, we took went all to the tickets. arcade and I won some tickets and I used all of them. I took all of them and I was like, how many bouncy balls can I get with this? And the guy's like, oh, let me check. And I had to go to the back and I got like 55 or something (laughs) because I just left with a bag full of bouncy balls. And then we went into the stairwell of the hotel that night and it just kept like... We were on like the third floor. Taking handfuls of them and throwing them them down the stairwell. And it was all adults because the kids were in bed. (laughs) The security (laughs) guard came at one point and he's like, oh, we're not going to deal with this. (laughs) It's like grandmas. Yeah. Yeah. It was Lisa and I. It was both of my kids' grandmas. Yeah. It was real fun. And the, the, the... as we Air were quote like security guard was like around. 19 or something. He's like, yeah, he's like, you know, you probably shouldn't be doing that. And then they laughed. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, we we're are. We're not hurting anybody. Threw him in his face. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we were polite about letting him leave. I paid him off with like 15 bouncy balls. Are you going to arrest me? you going to call the cops? Yeah. Who, they're going to take my side on this. I think he was actually glad it was just like adults and he didn't have to yeah, tell kids to knock off. Yeah, somebody I was trying to go up the stairs. A bunch of bouncy balls hit me. <laughs> In the it face. With a shower of bouncy balls. In my face and balls. <laughs> I used to love taking Ernst. one. <laughs> I said Ernst already. Oh, okay. No, you said it. You have to say it every time now, okay. too. I used to love taking one in just like the kitchen when I was a kid and just throwing oh, it as hard as I it? can against every surface. I can't believe I never broke anything doing we used that. To do that in the I don't entryway think the fact too. that you never broke anything is true. I think you did break things. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't remember. No, I don't think we, I did. We, really? we oh. used to do it in the entryway because it was a, a narrow hallway and there was nothing on the walls. You could yes. just wail it and just try to get to go around as many oh. times as you could. It's really fun. Well, okay. write down right. somebody, get Kelly a bouncy ball for her birthday. I still have some of my coffee. Pour boiling water from height of... That, that's what it says. Pour boiling water from height of two or three feet through stain. If stain is not removed, bleach with hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> Rinse well. Do not use soap first. It may set the stain. Doesn't pouring boiling water from three feet sound like a bad idea to yeah, anybody? That's insane. Through stain. I don't know why they're suddenly not speaking in complete <laughs> sense. <laughs> yeah, they're out of room. I thought I was misspeaking, but it's pour boiling water from height of two or three feet through stain. So you have to get the stain established. That doesn't seem like it would help. Do you put it like through the stain makes me think this is where we need juice cans. I also like, yeah, like you have to and put a grill. <laughs> do you have to have it raised up? Well, like you'd have to have it raised up. You can't just pour it. Like my concern one. about this is that's going to splash. I don't care where. Why? Yeah. I don't what care is the point of like doing it from I how mad we are about this. This is like a 70-year-old book. Uh, what are these assholes saying? Does it cool it down this a certain free book. amount? I don't think so. I think it's a force. The force of the of the water. Yeah, I think oh. the, the water pressure or whatever. But like, I like that it also, it was so. Uh, and then it says, it's not going to work. believe in itself. Like, if it doesn't work, <laughs> use hydrogen peroxide. Like, maybe just tell them to do that. Uh, yeah. Like, heat up some hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> 
He'd have some Bunsen burner fuel. Yeah. That'll fix that stain. All right, we did a whole hour of hints. We did? Yeah. So everybody's... Oh, man, go try all the hints and let us know yeah, which one. Email us, umpirepantspod at gmail.com and tell us how these hints work. Don't do the boiling water one, though. I'll do no. it. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> do the vinegar cheese one for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely vinegar Everybody cheese. Everybody vinegar cheese it up. And get different kinds of cheese. We should assign cheeses. Yeah. Megan? You get a soft cheese. <laughs> like Well, like what, though? Brie? We're not doing this now, guys. Come on. <laughs> you list the, all people, that, all five people listen to this podcast and assign them cheeses. Yeah, Vera do cheddar. See what I said? Yeah, cheeses. Oh, you know it. why? If I said assign them cheese, it wouldn't make any sense. Yes, it does. No, it wouldn't. Yes, a cheese. You can assign them a cheese. That's worse than cheeses. No, it's not. A, a cheese. cheese implies the existence of cheeses. <laughs> it does. All right, professor. It does. You can't say a cheese and then be like, oh, you can say a cheese, but not cheeses. Does that make sense? It does too. <laughs> Kelly, oh, well, good pick point. a lane. Pick a lane. No lane. Yes, which lane. which of us is correct? I think it's okay to say cheeses. Why do people think that? Because it's true. <laughs> Wrong That's with the you. right. That's the right way to talk. No, it's in English. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want me to tell you? I also say octopuses. Though that you're doing it to irritate me. That one's okay either Admit way. It. Octopi or octopuses are both correct. Okay, octopuses are smart. All right, let's end this. Well, you know, well, you, I just realized you could just continue this podcast and I couldn't do anything about it. Okay. Umpire pants out. <laughs>